Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. KYW Original Podcasts. Merrill Reese, it's the Tuesday of week five as we continue to recap the Eagles' thrilling victory over the 49ers and I guess eventually look ahead at their matchup against the Steelers. But the first question that I have for you is, what can a win like Sunday night do for the club's confidence and really do for the city's confidence as well? You know, you can see on people's faces all day yesterday, the day after an Eagles win, this place is buzzing, people are happy. This team... This team really has such a great effect on everybody's mood day after win. Uh, Conversely, after a loss, it could be sunny and we all feel like it's pouring rain. But uh, yesterday was a nice day. And even though the Eagles are one, two, and one, everybody's back and feeling good. They have really always set the tone for what the week is going to be like. You're totally correct, whether it's a win or a loss, or I guess in some cases, rare cases, they are a tie. Uh, Merrill, one of the things that we did not discuss yesterday, but they, you know, considering the players that were on the offensive line, you know, at one point, Carson had one original starter in front of him and protecting him. The offensive line did, did a decent job, and maybe I'm understating that. What are your thoughts on the performance of the offensive line from the other night? I agree with you. Uh, they listen. They, they weren't without their mistakes, but they did a decent job. First of all, you have to commend Lane Johnson, who is playing with a, a painful ankle. He had ankle surgery earlier in the summer, but he goes out there. He he had certain areas where he came out parts of the game, but he fought his way back. He begged to go back in, and during critical times, Lane Johnson was out there. The other guy who's interesting to watch is Jordan Mailata. Mylotta, and it is pronounced Mylotta. A lot of people put an extra syllable in there right. and call him Mylotta, but it's Jordan Mylotta, the former Australian rugby star. He is really starting to come into his own. Took a while, but here's a guy who came here three years ago having never played football, never played American football. But I remember watching tapes of him playing rugby, and he was a great physical presence. He is a strong, powerful man. And you watch the tape of him from the other night and you start to think, you know, he's, he's really got it. I mean, during the game, you know he's doing a good job because you don't see Carson Wentz lying on the ground very often. But then you look at the tape again and you say, he was good play after play after play. He had one instance where he jumped off sides. Uh, but other than that, he did a very good job. I'm excited about what the future has for this left tackle. 
I agree with you. He did perform very well. Um, you know, you heard throughout the years when different former offensive linemen would watch him in preseason games and they would just be enamored by his raw ability. And you really got to see that on display in his first start the other night. And but before that, that penalty that you mentioned, Merrill, before that, I even remember, if I'm correct, you and Mike brought up how to that point of when you two were talking about him, that you had not mentioned his name yet. And for offensive linemen, when you never mention their name on, on a radio broadcast, on a game broadcast, that's a good sign. So he definitely did perform well. And, and it's encouraging, too, because you don't know how long Jason Peters is going to be out. And you know Andre Dillard is out all season. And you also really kind of don't know what Andre Dillard can bring for the future. So I agree with you. That was an encouraging sign with Jordan Mailata's performance. See, it takes even a college star, you take the best college offensive lineman, it takes them a while to really reach a level of competence in the NFL. Nobody comes right from college and lines up on a team's offensive line and can play immediately. Now, with defensive players, it's a different story because the defensive player, as he learns, you get these great defensive linemen or defensive players, it's react and go after the quarterback or stop the run. There's not, as much, um, there's not as much technique involved. Different guys do it in different ways. But the offensive linemen always take longest. I've always heard that the two positions that take the longest to develop at an NFL level are quarterback and offensive line. You know, Lane Johnson, you were mentioning him and the ankle injury that he battled through, and he did battle through because he left and he came back. Uh, and Doug was talking a little bit about that yesterday, about how it's just, he has to kind of get it ready for it to be able to be, you know, good enough, I guess, for a lack of better words, to be able for him to, be, to play in the game. But how concerning for the rest of the season is this ankle injury? Because he had the surgery. And he, t and he admitted that he had the surgery because that's why he missed the first game against Washington. But you figure you would hope that the surgery would heal it enough, but it clearly has not. So how concerning is that going forward? Well, it's, it's concerning because, it's, as Doug admitted, it's going to linger. You don't get better during the football season if you play, and he's just going to play through it. So it's, it's going to take him a while, but he's, he's not going to get significantly better from week to week. But when, when he's out there, he is still very effective. And, and the other guy you have to just look at, and, and you forget about him from time to time because he is so competent, and that, of course, is Jason Kelsey. He is an outstanding center. He is the anchor of that offensive line, and he's playing through uh, some sort of an injury right now. I think he had a mild groin injury. But uh, he goes out there and he battles, and week after week he lines up. He is a terrific, terrific player. Something else that was brought up more than once yesterday during Doug's day after press conference uh, was the usage of Miles Sanders late in the game when they were trying to close it out. How surprised were you with Doug's use of Corey Clement in the end compared to Miles Sanders? Well, I, it was interesting to see because Miles Sanders is your bell cow back. But Doug said, and this is, this is his explanation, that he has different packages. And uh, Corey Clement is a big powerful back, doesn't put the ball on the ground, and he feels safe with him. And that we called it a four-minute package at the end of a game. And Merrill, one last thing I have for you, and this deals with a, a league-wide issue. We know about the Tennessee Titans COVID-19 outbreak and how it forced a postponement for their game with the Steelers. The Steelers are coming off of a bye this week when they play the Eagles. That was moved to further down the season. We know that positive tests move Kansas City, New England from Sunday afternoon to last night. 
Um, according to multiple reports, the NFL warned every team that if the protocol is not followed and schedule changes have to happen, that a potential punishment could be forfeiting games. Now, we hear about fines, and, and we're used to hearing about fines. But the bottom line in this business is wins and losses. And forfeiting games is significant. What's your reaction to that? Well, I, I think they have to threaten these things. But you know what? Threatening them is one thing and acting on them is another. I know one of the things in baseball, when they were putting out the protocol, it was, and they were clear about this, no spinning. And I can't tell you how many times throughout the entire season I'd see batters get up to bat and spit. I mean, or, or stand there on the dugout steps spinning. Yeah. And, and nobody, to my knowledge, was publicly brought out and fined because of it or suspended because of it. You watch the NFL, and you still see after the game, the players from both teams get together in the middle of the field, and they, they socialize. Some of them hug, shake hands, and there's physical contact. And at that point, very few are wearing masks. So I think the NFL has to tighten this thing up. Otherwise, they won't get through a season. Well, we will see what happens. Uh, Merrill Reese, I appreciate the time as always, and we will chat again tomorrow morning. See you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.